Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of Escaping the Ordinary with your host Ryan Teagan. Today, I want to share things that I wish I had have done and known earlier when I started in my photography career. Now, I'm not a seasoned vet by all means, but I've been doing this for around about six or seven years now. And there's some real things that I look back and I'm like, man, I wish someone told me that or I wish I had done that and now not just learned the hard lessons. So I'm going to reverse some time. I'm going to go back to when I started with the mindset that I have now and, and gone through many failures and many wins with the photography career. And I guess share 10 tips that I wish I had have done or known about when I first started in my photography career. So if you guys are listening along, obviously would love it if you could leave a review. It means the world to me and it obviously helps this podcast get out to whoever wants to listen to it. The reason why I started this podcast was not to just be a conversation of fluff, meaning a motivational podcast that gets you all revved up and going nowhere. The reason was because I believe that there's not enough podcasts out there with actual implementable things to do. Too many people beat around the bush and hope you just keep coming back and casually listen. I want you to write these down and go out and attack them every week. I hopefully can provide you something like that. And we're going to be showing up a lot more. Had a little bit of break, obviously, as you know, on the podcast, but we're going to be ramping things right back up um, coming in for the end of this year. So first off, I want to start off with number one, and that's have someone on my team. Now, it may not be in chronological order, but I wish when I first started, I reached out to someone to have them on my team. And that could have been a family or friend or a partner or wife or husband for you. But to have someone on your team, and this comes down to a big thing. Like for me, I waited four years until I looked at getting someone to help with mentorship and coaching and upskilling my skills from their knowledge. But honestly, I wish like day one before I even had clicked the camera that I just literally invested into getting a business coach or just someone really that has done it and is doing it. Like I think a big thing is like when you're looking for, say it is an external coach, that's not like a family friend or something like that. Like think about someone that has done it or is doing it. Like if they did it five years ago, the world's changed so much. Unless they're still running that business, I believe that they're not really relevant to what you're about to go through. So look for someone that's like still in the industry. It doesn't have to be someone that's promoting mentorship or coaching. You can reach out to them. When Gabe McClintock helped and coached me, you know, he wasn't offering it. I was hitting him up and asking and asking and asking because I, I was really inspired by the work he was creating and the and the words that he was putting out there. But I just really wish like early, early on that I had done that and had someone on my team. Now, number two is CRM management. And that CRM management, I use Sprout Studio. I know there's like Studio Ninja, but it's pretty much just obviously a, a portal for your clients and housing all questionnaires, contracts, client details, etc. I know it's an expense. So I'm going to try and go through these 10 tips and try and not be like, you know, go buy professional gear and spend all this money and get a mentor. And you're like, well, yeah, I've got no income coming in. That doesn't really make sense right now. But I think CRM management would be an incredible investment to make really, really early on before you've even made a booking. Because there's a saying where it's like, 
act bigger, think smaller. Now acting bigger, like you've got a, a management software system that's, you know, sending automated questionnaires out to your couples, has a beautiful booking link process and shows that you're like, you're not just this person sitting in their garage writing a handwritten invoice, you know? So I kind of like signed up to Sprout Studio about six months into starting photography which was quite early, you know, it's quite an expensive one. Um, if I was to do it again, I'd probably legit just go with Studio Ninja. I don't use a lot of the features on Sprout Studio, but I've been using it for so many years now. It's kind of like set up and seamless for us, but CRM management would be a really big thing for us. Now, number three, be clear on your goals. Like all I know, all I knew when I started was that I wanted to be a full-time wedding photographer. I didn't understand what that meant. I didn't know how many weddings that mean or the income that I needed or what that would look like. But this goes back to like, I'm not the best at physically setting my own goals. So if I had someone on my team holding me accountable to set my goals, to say, hey, Ryan, within one year, you've got to do X. And to do X, we need to break that down into smaller bite-sized pieces monthly maybe. And therefore, I could kind of see the outlook. And I, you know, I would have known if I had to hit the goal or I pulled up short and readjust as I go. So like for me, especially in like physical fitness and stuff like that, I've always had a coach or or someone holding me accountable. And I just think it's it's super interesting because like in business, it's one of the rarest things to get a coach or or a mentor, but in physical fitness, it's one of the most common things you get. But you can go out to the gym and you can run on a treadmill. You don't need someone there. But to start a business, to get the word out, to be in front of your competitors, I mean, as if you don't need a coach you know, or a mentor. Anyway, I think that's really important. And obviously, they can help you be clear on your goals. Now, number four is learning light, you know, like, and when I mean learning light, I mean really understanding natural light or artificial light and how it falls and how it plays and how it responds to different scenes and people's skin and scenarios, et cetera. Like Cy Moore, a great friend of mine, you know, was, was the one that really opened my eyes and said, you know, like, dude, like you're doing really well, but to take it to the next level, man, I think you really need to learn light. And it was like, it's so crazy that I was learning all this business stuff early on and I was like pushing and pushing, but I didn't break photography down as a skill and say, hey, what is photography? Well, photography is using light. Why don't I learn light to get better at photography? Like very, very often photographers and videographers seem to misunderstand the importance of just learning lighting and looking for light. That can totally separate your business from a slow burn going, you know, a very slow progress to getting to your goals to really fast track your success because of your skill level, right? So number four is coming down to learning light. Now, number five is coming around the pricing scenario. And I know when you're starting off, it's very hard. I mean, my first wedding was free. The next one was $500. I did a few of them and then a couple of thousand dollar ones. Then I went up to 1500 and booked nothing because I really wasn't a great photographer and, you know, and then pulled back and then went up, then pulled back. And, but I think one big thing is like pricing yourself according to your skill level, like stop looking at the outside and stop listening to people saying, stop undercutting the market and doing all this. Like, just be honest with yourself. Would you pay $3,000 for your services? Like, would you ask others, would they? 
And this may be the reason why you're not booking the work. You know, you may be six months into your career and you might not have it all down pack. None of us do. I still don't. We still don't. But understanding where you fit within the market against your competitors, I mean, yes, there is leverage to price yourself further above and beyond others to separate yourself and to stop the mis- um, understanding whether this person is legit or not, but there is also still the, hey, I'm buying a Hyundai, nothing against Hyundai's, but I'm paying a Ferrari's price. People will tell you, the market will 100% tell you whether you are overpriced for the skill level and the services that they see. So price yourself according to your skill and understand that people are going to tell you that you're too expensive or if you get no bookings, start questioning it. Now, number six is shoot for free. Like when I first started into photography, I was doing family photos and, and you know, I was doing so many different like forms of photography and trying to sell them for $50, $100 and really struggling. It was really hurting me mentally. And I look back now and I'm like, dude, why didn't I just do it all for free? Like what is $50? You know, I didn't need $50. Why didn't I just do it for free for the love to allow me to practice more? Anyone swinging a hammer you know, building a house, if they do it 10,000 times, they're pretty proficient at it. But when we do photography, we expect to be paid every single time. So I think a massive one is like, especially when you're starting out is shoot for free, like go out there and just every day, like go up to people on the street, build that confidence, build that skill level, look at light differently, then come to the paid work. People aren't going to question your confidence or your skill level because you've put in the effort. So that's one thing I'm all for is shooting for free. That's number six. Now working into number seven is know and lean into your why. Like it took us four years to work out our why, to be honest, or, or have people question our why. Like, why do you do what you do? And then really dig deep and be like, wow, yeah, it wasn't just like for the business. So I think early on, if you can sit down quietly with yourself, you may already know your why, but if you can really just define it and put it out there, like get a videographer to come around and do a little promo video on your why, like paste that all over your website, all over your social medias, and you'll attract the type of couples, right? So if your why is all about party and crazy and rock and roll, like Trust me, lean into that. It's only going to benefit you. When I first started, you know, I was wearing suits and then I went through the hippie stage. And then I went, like, there was all these things where I was just like, I had no idea where I was going, the true north. And now I look back and I'm like, man, like I was going left, right, and everywhere, like in circles. I should have just sat down and went, hey, this is me and this is how we're going to be. And this is our why. And hopefully we're going to attract people that resonate with our why. So number seven being know your why and lean into it. Number eight, this could go back literally to number one, but massive factor here is knowing your numbers. Like totally understand when you start out, you know, if you're giving weddings away for free, you know, you're obviously working in a negative space there, not meaning energy wise, but obviously your return on investment, $500, et cetera. But when it gets to a point where you're actually charging for your work, understand that there's a thing called tax. GST, subscriptions, how much do they cost you? Editing costs, culling, your time, electricity, all of this. Like if you've been doing it for long enough and don't know how much a wedding costs you for your expenses, you're just gambling. Like Amazon understands exactly 
how much money they're making per item. And it's crazy that we just have this single thing where it's like we offer wedding photography or videography, but we don't exactly know how much this costs. It shouldn't be hard to work it out. And then if you ever get the question like, hey, can you discount your services? You could just be confidently and open and say, look, unfortunately, no, guys, we get it a lot. We're at the higher end of the market and couples will be like, oh, look, we have a lower price point, but we absolutely love your work. But we know our numbers. Most of our expenses are more than a lot of photographers in our local area that are charging for a wedding. So we know where we need to sit. Okay, so know your numbers, number eight. Number nine is have someone hold you accountable. Okay, and this is going back to obviously number one, going having someone on your team, but accountability is king. Someone to say, did you get this done? How did you go with this? What are you doing today? Are you wasting time on social media? This could literally just be a conversation with your partner saying, hey, each day, each night, I want you to say, what did you get done today? Like that's a really vulnerable question, especially if you're just wasting time. Are you going to lie to them? You know, so be accountable. Be accountable to someone. Now, number 10 is going back, and this goes all over it, is understand it just takes time. You can fast track time by doing all of these things. That's amazing. Getting your physical and mental health in an amazing place. These are things that will totally transform your life, but understand everything takes time. If you've been in the industry for six days, six months, you can't compare yourself to someone that's been doing it for six, 16 years or whatever, right? It just takes time. But putting in the practice, educating yourself, having someone on your team, knowing your numbers, having the management software set up, being clear on your goals, learning light, shooting for free, practicing, knowing your why, these things literally can start pushing that catapult up north and giving you a great opportunity to achieve your goals. So I hope you like the short podcast episode today, guys, under 15 minutes. That was the goal for this one. Stay tuned for more. Like I said, would love it if you could head over, share this with your family and friends if they're interested and leave a review. We'll chat soon.